0: Oh, hello welcome to another episode of the Overcomers Cup. The podcast is with me and my mom. Uh, we are so excited to bring to you this episode about overcoming a broken heart. Heartbreak is just one of those things that I think that a lot of us a lot of us deal with and it can be extremely difficult. Um, just want to be able to share. Share this out to the community, but also just know that this is a topic that I feel like we felt like was very relevant. You know, got the upcoming Valentine's Day um, holiday, and I and it's crazy because a lot of us, man, I know I've got my heart broken. I'm, I'm 26. And I've definitely got my heart broken. So I am sharing this out, sharing this out. And I don't think this is working. Well, let's see. All right. Oh, Okay. I, I didn't know. I was about to restart. Didn't know if the episode was working. Okay, great. So we're gonna get, go ahead and get started. Apologies for us a little bit late. It's been a traffic jam you know how life goes but we are happy to be here and so do us a favor like and definitely take that little arrow share it out to your community share it out to someone because having a broken heart can really really be um life-changing hey mom welcome to the stage thanks so much for joining um how's your day going how's your week going you ready to talk about this topic
1: I am definitely ready to talk about this topic. I've had a very, very busy week, but it's been very productive. And this is the absolute best way i love to end my week is talking with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm always, it's always a pleasure to be able to hang out with the moms. Um, <laughs> it's one of the best things. Likewise. Yeah, so I think when we were thinking about this topic of um, overcoming a broken heart, I just kept thinking about, wow, you know, <laughs> we have so much um, knowledge in this realm. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but I'm thankful. It, it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm really thankful every time that I come to find out, oh, okay, we are, we've been through this. We've experienced this we know how to go overcome this and so we're we're here to like inspire encourage you all too because maybe whether it's from grief right right it's from relationships right um and when maybe life is just broken your heart
1: that happens it's
0: one of those things yeah, it's it's one of those things that I'm, i'm glad we're tackling right now
1: I I am as well, and you really hit the nail on the head with those three different areas you just named, because that is what I was thinking about, um, was if I had to pick the one time in my life when I would say my heart was the most broken, where I just felt literally like it was physically in pieces, Um, for me, it would be what you said. First, which would be grief. Um, And that would be the passing of your grandmother, my mother in 2019. Mm. I definitely had experienced other people around me who had lost their mothers and did what I could to walk beside them. But everyone will tell you, um, you really don't know how it feels until it happens to you. And I can attest to that. Um, I love the fact that the beginning of every one of our topics is overcoming, because if you had asked me in 2019, if I would be able to have any type of conversation about overcoming the loss of my mother and the brokenness that I felt, I would have told you at that time, I did not see that it was possible. But Uh, Thanks been to God. Thanks been to God because um, he has walked right along beside me, beside you, beside your sisters, beside our whole family and he's just literally held our hands and walked us through Mm -hmm. um what what we know to be the valley of the shadow of death and there's no one there is absolutely no one other than God himself that has been able to bring about that healing in the way that he has, um, for me, that is a literal miracle. Um, because I, I, I just literally um, could not imagine my life without your grandmother. I mean, we, and I'm thankful to share, we had a very close relationship. I talked with her at least two to three times, and sometimes more a day, especially as she got older. And we were at a level of somewhat of friends where she would call and share some of the things that were on her heart. And she was such a very good listener. I mean, she listened to every single story. And amazingly enough, she would even comment on those stories. Not only did she listen, but she actually became engaged. And she would say, "Okay, well, uh, what happened with so-and-so at work? I said, Mom, you were listening? She said, yeah, I was listening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, right right um and that type of love that is so uh, engaging and patient and calm non- non-judgmental um is very rare to find and so sure. i am thankful um to god that i had that type of mother that modeled for me what love looks like from a parent. Um, Very thankful. Counted my blessings. But yes, um, when she passed, I mean, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you know, they live to be a long time. And, And that's true. She was 83. But that does not necessarily lessen the pain. And so, whereas I was thankful I had her for so many, many years, I definitely had a huge broken heart when she passed.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I had the same experience when dad died. And, and it was just so um, painful. I mean, <laughs> I, I, have yeah. I, I have to say that I haven't broken hearted at least a few times in my life. Definitely, uh, when dad passed, um, my, I mean, when you think about little, that, that pain, um, it was just so deep. Um, this past year really broke my heart. Uh, 2021 broke my heart. Um, yes, it was a mine time where
1: Reason, yes. I lost. Yes. Um,
0: my, everything that I cared about in my life, I lost. And I'm thankful though I've been able to start over. Like completely start my life over, new people, all the all the whole nine. But to lose everything, it was just so heartbreaking. It was, um, and I just felt like my life as I've been living it. It's like I could literally see a picture of it burn. Right, I just saw. Like it's like I woke up when I got full perspective, especially after my deliverance, and I just saw how much the devil was into my life I'm talking about every area friends family church work I was crushed like I I saw it looked like like a like the you know how you see like the walking dead like the yeah. dystopian uh, cities the, the whole city just fall, fell apart it's not falling apart it's, it's just completely demolished that's what I saw and I was left like, feel like I was picking up the pieces and I think You know, and this is not to... We're not trying to, you know, trigger people, right? But definitely want to encourage y'all, like... We're just sharing our stories. We've been there. Like, having to lose a parent, I think is definitely top... top Top-level pain. Especially, you know, if if the relationship was complex or it was really close, it can be uh, very... Very detrimental. Um, But losing sometimes you know even relationships um and it's not always romantic ones surprisingly that break your heart too um and I think there that has there's some some there's something to say there but I know that Valentine's Day is coming up so I do want to talk about relationships because I think there's a healing process that has to happen um that again like we kind of talk about a lot of things and I'm starting to like now i don't feel like a broken record but i'm i'm seeing like themes like that are coming together that most of anything that you want in your life has you have it has to be an intentional
1: action doesn't just happen right that's correct
0: yeah has to be intentional so healing recognizing i believe that you are in that state of brokenheartedness is, is the same thing i think um Broken hardness can look a lot like depression, too, right? It can look yes, a lot it can, like yeah. depression, it can, um, yeah. grief. Um, and I think, honestly, broken hardness is really just a symptom, um, an effect of these, these different things. So it's like you can have um, a broken heart from any situation, um, and you have to pick, you have to dare to pick up those pieces. And that's one of the main things that we're going to be talking about today as well. Um, yes. Definitely, guys, we want to just hey, encourage you. We know that people are busy. Um, definitely want to lift up some prayers for my friend Lori. Um, she's at the hospital with her husband. Um, just got word. Let's definitely lift her up in prayer. Like, um, we'd appreciate any the listeners. Um, we'll just so so Lori and her, I just got the word. But, um, yeah guys it's just we are we encourage you just to share this out we there are people that are single and the devil's got them feeling like their life is over and they can't enjoy valentine's day and like super woe is me um and i think that that there's so much deception even in that that type of thought pattern but it's like
1: we need to kind of like demystify that you know you know what i mean yeah. yes i i would definitely agree um when i think of holidays honestly maya i really especially now that i'm over 50 <laughs> i really look at them from an aspect of there's so much commercialization to them and so much distortion um that if you allow yourself to become emotionally engaged in what they're supposed to represent, um, you can unnecessarily feel a lot of pain when a lot of times the pictures or, and how it's portrayed is not even realistic. You know what I mean? So let's take, let's just take Valentine's Day. Show. Let's just go down that road and how we know Valentine's Day is coming up. But, um, you know, how many of us, um, me included, in years and years ago, your, you allowed your heart to be broken because you did not, you um, received that bouquet of roses that they kept showing in the commercial. You know, right, exactly. you didn't get the, the you know the flowers, or you didn't get the dinner, or you didn't get whatever it is that they they depict. Which I had to learn that really anything that you celebrate with anyone that you care about really is a private celebration, and it does not have to look like what something on TV or a movie tells you that it should look like, because we have to remember those people are acting <laughs> and i am that's not to say, you know, that's not to say I'm pessimistic and I don't believe in, in romance. But what I'm saying is, um, when we allow it to get to the point where we're trying to pressure people, right. That we're in a relationship with, and we're trying to set up, um, all these expectations. Okay. So let's talk about realistic terms. Um If you are in a situation, and I'm talking to women right now, if you're in a situation with uh, with a, a gentleman and you know he's working and you may know that um, at, for whatever particular reason, um, he may not be able to go out and take you to a very expensive dinner, but he's true blue. You know, he's there, he's dedicated, he's faithful. It's okay to adjust what the expectations are and not put so much pressure on our partners, right? To, to live up to this image of what it needs to look like. I think it needs to be about you two people knowing um, where you're at. And, and for me, it's always been about the heart of the person, not necessarily did you go out and quote unquote, get something, but what did the person do from their heart and I, I think that that is the most important thing in any relationship when it comes to right now we're talking about Valentine's Day but when you think about how the person or persons in your lives express love to you if they take the time to get to know you get to know your love language and they express that to you in that way um, I think a lot of relationships would be so much more healthier if we absolutely asked, right? If we accepted that instead of comparing. You know, sometimes we get into, well, my friend's husband did so-and-so and so-and-so. Not your business. And look, look, and I'm <laughs> right? going to say this. Not, you, you ain't lying because
0: you know what? A lot of
1: this stuff is really deceptive. That's what because I'm trying I'm a- to say, Maya. That, I mean, look, you get a lot of people look. go buy a lot of stuff. But, I mean, come on, you know. They be a lot of time to make up for stuff. Ain't right, right, to. right. Or buy a lot of stuff, go take the picture and post it on Facebook and not even talking. I mean, you know, so it's, it's don't get so caught up in the picture of what other people or media or the news or a commercial, don't get so caught up in what an outside force is telling you any occasion should look like. That really is between you and that other person. And you should define that. And and I I you know if you think about how many arguments are going to happen <laughs> on, on Monday, which all I'm saying is just be open to look at the big picture because it's one day. It's one day out of a whole year. And if again exactly. you know what I'm saying? If you have someone exactly. that you, cares about you, is is going to work. You know, doing what they got to do, and is and if they're dedicated and they show that they are concerned, um, I just because again I'm over fifty, I'm kind of looking at the bigger picture. I think sometimes we put too much weight on on things that don't necessarily negate the fact that that person cares for you. No,
0: absolutely, mom. You said it. You know it. You know the freaking you hammer the nail in the head because I feel like what, in my opinion, and what I've seen, and I'm only 26, right? But I've seen that a lot of times people do, and all the extravagant stuff to overcompensate, um, or because I, me, honestly, if if I love someone, I don't wait for holidays to show that. Like it's a constant thing. Like there's no oh do she, do I do she really care no i'm showing up every day in some kind of way um that's doing that and honestly that's real love and so i think some people they honestly limit the the type of love that they can receive because it has to come in this certain type of package and i understand yeah getting gifts and things that could be a love language but like she said it needs to be with some some understanding of like hey they maybe they're giving in different ways exactly. or maybe like you know and maybe there's certain types of gifts they just can't afford like
1: exactly. why I put a price
0: lag like exactly. why I put a price tag on those things and honestly it exactly. should be about what you're giving you should exactly. be looking at what another person was like what you can
1: give as well
0: um, That's right. i think
1: that balances things out a lot like I agree. I agree. And that, that is just my whole point is, um, sometimes it can be so one-sided and, um, I, I really don't understand the undue pressure that we put on. Like you said, someone that we say that we love and we care about. So if you're sitting down and you know what the budget is, live within your budget and don't make your partner feel less than because your friend is telling you what their boyfriend or their husband did and you want to measure up and tell your friend, well, I got this, That all of that is so ridiculous. It, at the end of the day, um, it's between you and that person and that's how it should be. That really is how it should be. And as Maya, you said so well, not only is that should not, anyway, should that not be the emphasis on what am I going to get? But really, a relationship is honestly built on what you can give. If if we are honest about what relations are about, if we're honest about what the definition of love is, love is of God and of God. And God is the perfect model of love because he has modeled and demonstrated it's about giving the best. That's why he sent his only begotten son, right? He gave us his best and demonstrated, I love you so much that I'm going to give you my only begotten son and he is going to come and literally die for your sins. And then Christ himself, as he walked upon the face of this earth, he modeled as well, loving the individuals in the community that other people deemed to be unlovable, the outcasts, the the ones that people say, well, I don't understand why Jesus is talking to them. He modeled that he said, I came to seek and save those that are lost. And so that's our model. And so when we get into relationships, And we are all about what someone can do for me, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a relationship with a friend, relationship with family. Um, We really need to sit back and say, okay, what is my role and what really, how am I exemplifying the love of Christ if I'm always looking to be the receiver? Exactly. And and I think
0: like, and I'm going to say this too, because i no i'm feeling a little different about the turn 27 and i just like to be honest with people like and i don't boring. like to always hold people's hands but i feel like there is something to be said that hey some of what you're doing like even this idea being broken hearted it uh, sometimes it, it is a choice sometimes you have chosen that path you have chosen to be broken hearted and it's, and i state. say this like, respectfully, but like I think there's some people, they choose bitterness, right? They choose to, to wallow in whatever that thing is, past relationship, things didn't work out. And that really is like going in a circle where they can't come to terms and they're not allowing themselves to
1: move forward um, in some yes, situations. You get stuck. Yes, you sure can. You, you can get stuck. Because and- I know people like it. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I was talking with someone the other day and the conversation was more or less about individuals and this in this particular case, it's related to um, having a broken heart because of life. You know, so you get those people who tell you about something that happened when they were a teenager. You know, you get the individual who is 40 and talking about, you know, man, I was supposed to have made it to Uh, you know, the NBA and this, this and that happened. Or if this hadn't happened, my life would have been so much better. And they're still basically demonstrating that their heart is broken and, and they become bitter and they're emotionally stuck in that place. And it could be 20 years and they're still, that's the main topic of conversation. It's something that happened to them many, many years ago and they have moved forward in age but many times have not moved forward in any other aspect of their lives and don't necessarily have fulfilling relationships with other people, uh, because when other people try to get close to them, they're rehearsing the things from the past and the people from the past that hurt them and the things that hurt them many years ago. And we, without a shadow of the doubt, recognize how real that pain is. I have walked through it many different ways, <laughs> through many different doors. My um, has as well. So when we talk about overcoming, the first thing that uh, we both had to come to terms with individually is recognizing where you are and and looking at it from the viewpoint of number one, you know what role, if any you played in that, um, sometimes, if we're honest, sometimes we have a broken heart because of some things that we've done or something that we've caused. And if you are not able to come to terms with that, the beautiful thing about it all is that there's there's nothing um, along the lines of needing to be forgiven, that God is not able to forgive if conditional, if we're, able to acknowledge it and, yep. and see it and ask them for forgiveness so you can be healed and you can move forward and have better relationships because you know you hear so much right you Hear so much about you know hurt people hurt people and you hear a lot about people taking past hurts into other relationships and a lot of it has to do with the mask that we put on when we pretend You know, oh, I I don't care nothing about that. I'm not worried about that. I wasn't thinking about them. I didn't care about them anyway. You know, so sometimes we lie to ourselves about how much our hearts are broken and we just move full forward into other areas and we end up affecting other people because we were not honest about where we were. So you have to first be honest that, yes, my heart is broken. I I am hurt about this. Um, I am hurt that the friend that I had for 23 years to stop talking to me, that hurt. I am hurt that the marriage that I was in for 10 years and we had all these plans um, didn't turn out. My heart is broken. It's okay um, to have a broken heart. There's no weakness in that. There's an actual strength of being honest and the joy of it, you don't have to stay there. But you do need to recognize that you are there if you're there, so that you can start moving forward to the steps of healing. Yep, and no, that uh, absolutely because,
0: and that's why I brought up like some of you—it's more of coming to terms with what you have, um, you have been holding on to, because, like you said, being heartbroken about life. Like I have, as I'm saying, I definitely have been heartbroken about life, but sometimes we are the. Um, We are the direct co-conspirators of our own heartbreak. Correct. This is part of what we're going to talk about today. So, I think one of the first things you need to do with um, overcoming heartbreak, like you said, is we already said number one, like coming to terms and like recognizing this is where you are. But I'm gonna say this is an emergency situation where you quickly need to start acting to get out of it. Um. I, for my experience, the longer you stay in heartbreak, the harder it is for you to really overcome it. Like, if you wallow in it and you constantly allow yourself to feel that it, it can be too much and you find yourself becoming stagnant. And then your life really is um um just perpetuating the cycle of your heartbreak, right? Because now you're not showing up. Um, one of uh, the books that I read really helped me um, was by Stephen Speaks, and it's "Finding Love After Heartbreak." Really good book.
1: Mm, That's a good type.
0: Really good book, and it was really just talking about like one of the main things was that okay, you're heartbroken. How about you give yourself a set amount of time, no more than three days, to really just have a pity party. Like really just like show out, cry, watch sad movies, you know, eat that pint of ice cream, whatever, and just let get it out. But after three days, you gotta put that stuff away. You gotta you gotta come back to life. You can't stay there, but get it all out and you gotta start intentionally doing it. And so it was a lot of good steps I was learning. Because the main thing was making me emotionally aware of what i really was and i think when you're when you're in heartbreak maybe you have a, a complicated life you're busy there's always stuff to do right you allow yourself that just you haven't dealt with it right so you just allow that to become your natural state of being so next thing you know you're super negative negative. and trust me you people can feel whether you say it or not they can definitely feel where you're coming from and then you start to let that let that drip over into other people and they don't deserve right. it. So that's what he was right. saying, like get you some time and really just like, just have that pity party. But after the third day, it's time to start making plans to address the problem. Like stop allowing it to overrule your life.
1: Yes. And I, I know so often my people, struggle with this because intellectually, they know that. Intellectually, they can look at you and they can tell you, you know, I know I need to move on. I know I need to let it go. Um, But so often, they just don't know how. And the reason we chose this topic is because we really want to help uh, any of you listening and any of you listening who know someone that's going through this is... The basis for that is all because of emotions. If we respond only emotionally and we let our emotions drive us, um, then the enemy is very good at playing on that emotion and trying to keep us in that place. And so it is a process. In all reality, it's a process. So as Maya said, first, I'm hurt. I'm I'm going to go ahead and be real with myself. I'm going to let the pain out. And then after that time has elapsed, any type of routine, um, you know, psychologists would tell you that um, any habit that you want to form involves a routine, changing something and doing something differently. So let's take the, the, the mind. Okay, because you have your emotions going. We're we're learning how to bring our emotions to a place that they do not drive everything about us. Emotions are very real, they're part of who we are, but we're not just emotional beings. Okay. So so you start trying with your mind. Um, and so when when I say your mind, I'm talking about those thoughts because let's be honest, if if you have a broken heart and you start to reminisce and go back down memory lane and think about all the different things that you had in the past with someone or all the different things that you no longer have, um, if that is where you spend most of your thoughts, then you are definitely going to have those feelings of being just so very heartbroken yeah so you have to start to adjust what you spend your time thinking about where you focus your thoughts uh, because the battle really is in our mind so you begin to replace um an example in, in honor of Valentine's Day, you begin to replace either um, I had a relationship that I no longer have and that's breaking my heart or I, I never really have had that relationship with someone and I'm feeling lonely or left out and that's breaking my heart. Either of those situations, the way you can start to move toward a better mindset, is those things that you have control over that is the most powerful thing so you don't have control over anyone else coming into your life but you have control over acknowledging what you already have in your life and so it sounds you know it can sound so like oh okay you know it's just you know a pie in the sky but no um it's not about being unrealistic or acting like you know Every day the sun is shining. But it really is about evaluating what you have to be thankful for. And ideally, and the only way that I can personally offer you wholeness is you spend more time meditating on the word of God and begin to have a relationship with God where you are able to now think about way God sees you. There is nothing more powerful than really being able to embrace that the God that created the whole universe loves you personally. The very number of hairs on your head. He knows the very number of hairs that are on your head. He knows how many you have, how many you've lost. He desires to have the most intimate relationship with each of us one-on-one more than any human being could ever give us
0: yeah and and then i oh i i just wanted to say this real quick i i didn't want to miss that part about you know that acknowledging your emotions um and what god can do because yes yes one of the one of the main things is that like during that three-day period right your your emotions at the surface is that now is the time to really take those emotions to God. Now's the time to put it all out yes. and yes. to be open, like be yes. real with it. Because I think what happens is like we cry and we pout, right? We do all the stuff, but we don't really acknowledge what it really is. Um, and just to, there's a few scripture I want to definitely um, share um, in context with this. And it was just and it's something that has been that I have come to know. And this is scripture. One of my favorite scriptures is um this is Psalms let me let me make sure I got the right one. Yeah, Psalms thirty four and eighteen it says that the Lord is near to those who are brokenhearted and (laughs) stays such as what a contrite spirit
1: that's the one
0: and a contrite spirit is just a broken it's a crushed spirit you your life is literally that broken state we're talking about and you know what's funny is that we it's crazy when the people say they don't believe God you 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 do what you want right but it's literally in all these different emotions. He has something, a plan, and something to help each and every one of these emotions. Like for him to have in his word to, something to actually talk about this being. Right, to address um, it. it. Yeah, to address it, it really says a lot about what type of, type of God we are dealing with. Like where he's he's close to those that are with a broken heart. So I think yes, in that moment, is. you know, a lot of us, we feel lonely. Like we feel straight up alone. And and so that's where there is a, you know, it's a pain there and it, and it can blind you. So one of the things as like a practical tip that I believe that we should really, like I wanna be able to offer to people is when you do this, um, give yourself grace and tell and just let you know it's okay that you still love the person and like i just want to break that down i feel like sometimes society is all about oh get the new person get the next thing but honestly no one's truly irreplace like no one's really replaceable um there's a reason why you are close there's a reason why you love them so honor that emotion that emotion can just transition it doesn't mean um it doesn't mean like y'all have to be in a relationship. It doesn't mean y'all have to be together again. Things are what the, what it is. Um, but it does mean that you can still hold that place warm and direct those feelings to God. Be like, Lord, I still love this person. I still care about it. I, and I like all transparency. I still love all the people that um I don't have in my life. And why I still pray for them. I think of them constantly because it's just giving honor to my emotions I'm someone, when I love someone, I, I love them for real. So that doesn't go away just because we don't talk anymore. It's just You're a right. new, it's just transformed into something else. And I think it really eases the burden. Like, just like mom was talking about losing grandma, right? Um, it eases the burden to no, know, yes, you can still love them even though they're not here. Yes, you can still hold that place for them. And because that's that's honestly what i found to be the most the best way to really bear these issues, like, and because it's going to come out either way,
1: and right. trying to That's deny right.
0: yourself That's with right. how you really feel, it's it's really just taking you that much further away from the healing process, and and there's like, there's another scripture, um, as we're getting, we're getting close to the one hour mark, so we doesn't want to get ready to open the stage up for anyone who has questions or wants to talk about it, but He says in Psalms 147 and 3 that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their
1: wounds. And he does. That's a a promise. He really does. does. Like, I'm
0: telling you, like, I don't know how. (laughs) I talk, like, I talk to some, like, some of my good friends, people I talk to every day. And we both, we all agree that it's a blessing that I'm even able to be a kind, happy, (laughs) uh, loving person because the tragedy that I face I have every reason not to be I have every reason to be somewhere um in the dark in just depression or whatever but it's a real blessing that I'm even able to be here talking with you and that's the thing because God has done this for me he has healed me up he'll do it but it, it definitely takes that acknowledgement um, I think one of the practical tips is definitely write out all your emotions and really just be raw and look at what you're dealing with if you if, you're, if your brokenheartedness leans more towards bitterness now you know what to pray for you know right. what you need to overcome if it leans towards more st- sadness depression now again you know what to pray for you know what you need to really address and overcome and so that's part of that um, but getting it out out in the open, completely confessing those things, it really can help move you on to the next level. But as long as that stuff is just sitting there, swirling around in your mind, swirling around in your soul, I mean, what can you, how can you expect that to anything to change? And so, um, definitely that, those are what, those are my thoughts. Like, especially as we move into, you're about to go into Valentine's Day and stuff. Like, I mean, if you're single, if you're not, really doesn't matter. Have the right attitude and don't allow yourself to be broken hearted. And if you already have a broken heart, like just take care of yourself and give those feelings to God, like have a moment of transparency. Like, like some of that sometimes you need to cry. Like I had someone tell me like it's good to cry. And, I, and there was times that I literally could not even cry because it was just, I, I wouldn't allow myself to actually feel what I felt. But when I did things, some different, some things definitely broke in my life. They definitely broke, and we just want to thank everybody that's listening. Um, shout out to we see Alex, Daisy, Tim, Jose, Bree, Tiffany, Nicola, Jenner, Lois. Hey, Lisa, uh, Demond, Lionel, Tanika, Daryl, Titi. Hey, hey, my sister. Um, Anita, appreciate you so much, all these different lovely people. Uh, We really appreciate you being here.
1: Um, Mom, did you have any words, anything else you want to say? Uh, Yes, I just wanted to um, highlight the beauty of what you just said about when you're going through that process of being honest with your heart being broken, the very best thing and the very practical tip that is the most important is where you take that to and so you definitely directed everyone to the right source which is to god himself because i i find that sometimes um we take our broken heart to the wrong places and we end up worse off than we were before we did so right so taking all those emotions to god is the safest most confidential place to take anything that you're going through to and um w- with that being said mm-hmm. um i wanted to um you know we look at the scriptures in, in proverbs that talks about guarding our heart you know you guard mm-hmm. our heart though. Guard our hearts, right, with all diligence or out of it flows to issues of life. And so when we talk about guarding our heart when your heart is broken, when you know that you're in a place that you're working through some things, um, you're way more vulnerable when you're working through that process than when you're not. Mm, And so it's so important that you guard your heart by guarding who you allow in that space. Um, Everyone doesn't need to be in the space of your healing because unfortunately, there are people who will try to take advantage of that vulnerability. There are people who will um, basically give you the wrong advice and steer you away from God and steer you more toward trying to get some type of resolution from other people. And so um, I can definitely tell you that the most painful process was when I had to walk alone. But that is the most valuable time in my life because that is when I recognized the power of God. And that's really what God is saying um, when he says, come unto me, you know all that you're burden heavy laden, I'll give you rest because he wants to show you how much he loves you and that he can heal you from anything that has broken your heart. But he won't break in, he won't force himself upon you. So if we don't take it to him and we take it to other people and we drown our broken heart into other things, um, that actually keeps the wound from healing and often even makes the heart feel like it's breaking even more. And so we're sharing tonight because we just want to share that there is a, a bomb. There is the only one that can totally heal that and it's something that we recognize as again a process, but the beauty of it is, is it's a reality. Um, that's why we tell our stories because we can definitely say we have had our heart broken more than once, more than twice different situations but every single time that we've taken it to God and we have allowed God to do what he does he has he has brought that healing And what I can definitely tell you is the most healing, I have had is when God has helped me to switch the lens from off of my pain and told me well why don't you take what you've gone through and pour it into someone else. Um, that's how I have was able to move forward. Um, there are particular times in my life when God spoke to me and said okay this happened, your heart is broken, while I'm healing you I'm going to use you to reach out to other people because that's how God works, right? He works in the the reality of serving. And so yes, that honestly, definitely. right, that's honestly how my own healing began to become expedited because I began to look from outside of myself and my situations and realize only by the power of God that there are other people hurting. There are other people that you may be on, you know, lane three, but there's somebody that's on zero. So reach Mm -hmm. back, right? Reach back and at least pull them to where you are. And while you're pulling them to where you are, I have someone that's on lane six that's going to pull back and reach to you. And that's the beautiful thing about how God works. He works through. the the whole ideal of sowing and reaping. So when you sow into other people, guess what happens? You begin to reap a harvest of other people sowing into you. And that's just how God has designed it. So healing often comes from allowing God to use you to lead other people to Him so that they can themselves be healed.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So and, and i definitely agree like i found a lot of healing and looking outwardly pouring into other people as well like i think we can get so caught up in our own little world war three uh that we just lose sight that hey there's that it's not we're not living in a world where we're alone and it actually helps enlighten us and i found that a lot of times I end up fine helping other people ends up helping me too Exactly. Um, it, exactly. And I mean, it never feels like I end up I get this feeling and yeah, feeling, like giving is like a lot of ways I'm getting a selfish I'm getting that back like quickly. Like that feeling that I get. Um it, it does really help transcend my current any current relation like environment that I'm or situation I'm dealing with and put in right perspective. So we wanna buy anybody that's coming that's on the stage Um, I mean, that's in the audience to come to the stage. If you wanna um, ask a question, give a comment. um, We wanna thank you so much. Um, As always, look, we wanna just make sure you know that you can listen to the Overcomers Club podcast season one on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. Um, We do this podcast every um, Friday, 7 p.m. Central time. We haven't missed a Friday yet that was on schedule and we're just excited um we are looking to create like really good partnerships and really help push forward in the community um there's a lot of things that god has for us to do in this ministry and we just pray that um that you will be a part of us be a part with us as we grow right we're going to be launching our blog this year um just a lot of good things are coming and I'm really just thankful for this. So uh, we're going to do a prayer. Um, no one's come to the stage yet. So we gonna go ahead and do a prayer. And we're going to pray for my friend, um, Lori, and her husband. Um, I know he's in the hospital. He's been in hospital for some time now. And she's in the hospital again today. Um, I just got word. So we're definitely going to lift him up in prayer. Um, and get ready to um, end this episode. Mom, do you have any... Um,
1: last word for the people. Um, I did want to add a prayer request and we definitely would like um, anyone who's listening if you would, if you have a particular prayer request, maybe it's even unspoken. Um, I think you can um, use the, the hand symbol or something. They can hit my that would indicate that they have particular prayer request. Um, well, regardless, Um, I have a friend we were scheduled to go out to dinner yesterday evening and she informed me that she would not be able to attend because she has a family member um, that just lost her two-month-old baby so um, there's so many things going on day to day there's so much pain around us, so many things that break your heart. Sometimes just hearing about the news of other people can break your heart. And yeah, so that's sure. why, you know, because when I got that text, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, losing a two month old baby, I could only imagine. And and so that's why we pray. And that's why prayer is so important. And so we are doing exactly what we have said throughout this podcast is God is the only one that can heal a broken heart from a lost child, from losing parents, from losing someone that you love. There's no one other than God, but we're, we're going to go in prayer for those that Maya's name. named. And if any of you um, has an unspoken prayer request, um, just join us in your own way. And we're going to go to God and ask him to heal.
0: Absolutely. Just thank you all for that been listening. Hey, Daniel, thanks so much for joining. Really appreciate you um, being a consistent listener as well. And God bless y'all. So we're getting ready to pray. Father God, we want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for allowing us to come together. Well, you said when two or three are in your name, that you're there among us. You're here among us right now, Lord. And we just pray right now and lift up Lori um, and her husband. We lift up my mom's friend and her family we have several people we all know that are dealing with um, a lot of brokenheartedness um, that's just plaguing the, the world, um, the pandemic, a lot of different things have um, just being, become unraveled. But Lord, that we know that we can take all our feelings, our emotions to you. And we yes. pray right now that you just help us. Uh, we lift up those that, that we're specifically praying for tonight uh, for healing right now Lord you said healing is the children's bread you said that by your stripes we are healed and we just we thank you Lord that you made that promise as well that you said you will heal up the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds and anybody that needs their wounds bound up today that needs healing Lord that is their portion right now Uh, Mm -hmm. we we come against any spirit of depression, anxiety Mm
1: -hmm. suicide
0: Um, over grief um, and we just completely bind their words and render them in a an null and void because lord you've given us authority whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven um, we just thank you father god for the victory we we literally plead the blood we apply the blood of jesus to all those listening to those that we're praying for to their lives to their minds to their um, souls lord their spirits um, just pray for an outpouring that right now that there are people that are on this call they need to just cry lord they need to go to you in their private time they need to just cry they need to take the burden like off of them and give it to you for you say your yoke is easy and your burden is black they yes. need to let it out they need to come to terms with how they really feel and accept those feelings not reject them but accept them so that they can be healed and move forward and yes. that we pray for perfect love, Lord, that casts out all fear, but peace, Lord, that's the path of all understanding, guards our hearts and our minds. And Lord, we just thank you right now. Uh, we give you glory right now. We pray for your presence, Father God, for your presence um, will go forth and give us rest. As we go into this weekend, we just thank you for allowing us to get together. Um, always just an honor for us to be able to do this podcast, do this ministry work. And to do it together as mother and daughter. We love you. We thank you and praise you for all things. Um, Love every listener. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for watching another episode. I mean, listen to another episode of the Overcomers Club. Tune in next week, same time, 7 p.m. Central Time. Here on the Wizard Map. Um, Definitely going to be another hot topic as always. Um, you can always if you follow me follow my mom we'd appreciate it but if you follow me you'll be able to listen to all the previous episodes that aren't even uploaded yet to spotify and all the others you can get some inside uh content just by being here on wisdom and interacting with us live Uh, thanks so much for everything god bless y'all and i hope y'all have a good night
1: good night everyone god bless